Let us be attentive. God is wonderful among his saints. Bless God in the congregations. Wisdom. The reading is from St. Paul's letter to the Galatians. Let us be attentive. Brethren, I would have you know that the gospel which was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came through revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people. So extremely zealous was I for the traditions of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and had called me through his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia, and again I returned to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remain with him 15 days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the brother of our Lord. Peace be with you, the reader. Wisdom arise, let us hear the Holy Gospel. Peace be with you all. The reading is from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Let us be attentive. When the wise men departed, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Rise, take the child and his mother, and flee to Egypt, and remain there till I tell you, for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. And he rose and took the child and his mother by night, and departed to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Out of Egypt have I called my son. Then Herod, when he saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, 
was in a furious rage, and he sent and killed all the male children of Bethlehem and in all that region who were two years old and under, according to the time which he had ascertained from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah, wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children. She refused to be consoled, because they were no more. But when Herod died, behold, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Rise, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who sought the child's life are dead. And he rose and took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus reigned over Judea, in the place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there, and being warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee. And he went and dwelt in a city called Nazareth, that what was spoken by the prophets might be fulfilled. He shall be called a Nazarene. Peace be with you who proclaim the gospel. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. In the beginning, the world came into being through the creative, empowering, empowering word of God. Let it be, God said. And so it was. John tells us in his gospel that this creative word became flesh, dwelt among us. And it's worth considering exactly how that happened. It didn't happen the way Daniel, the prophet, prophesied, that it would be like a son of man descending from the clouds. That is actually reserved as a prophecy of the Lord's second coming. Paul came closer to describing the circumstances of the creative word becoming flesh, when he wrote to the Philippians, quoting probably 
an early Christian hymn. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant and coming in the likeness of men. That's closer. But Matthew tells us that he came not simply in the form of a man, but in the form of an infant. Now that's worth considering. The creative word of God, which led to the creation of the cosmos, became flesh as an infant. Now, in Latin, infant means someone who can't speak. The creative word of God began among us in silence. Not in proclamation, not in preaching, not in declaration, but the creative word of God became flesh among us in silence. St. Ignatius of Antioch said, the word of God begins in silence. The infant Jesus at the breast of his mother. The quiet breathing of the baby. The beating heart of the mother in harmony together. The let it be of God and the let it be according to your word of Mary. The quiet breath and the beating heart. That is the womb from which the word of God emerged among us. And perhaps that's why There was a positive response from shepherds. Shepherds live a quiet, solitary existence up there somewhere in the mountains, illiterate, uneducated, but also, and there's a whole school of Greek poetry devoted to it, great writers of songs from the heart, great ability to communicate the glories of nature and of love, and the pain of human existence, 
because shepherds had that quality, perhaps that's why they responded to the serenity and the stillness and the silence of God. Then there are the magi. Not surprising that they would respond because they spent their lives contemplating the stillness of the starry heavens and the vastness and the greatness and the inexpressible glory that they saw around them. Perhaps that's why they responded to the silence in the form of a star. And it's not surprising either that there wasn't much of a positive response from the twittering classes in the nation's capital. They were too busy making their own noise. They were too busy debating the great political and religious issues of the day. They were too noisy, too filled with themselves in their own words to hear the silence, to attend to the serenity of Bethlehem. The word of God began by turning the entire world upside down. The world of pride, the world of ambition, the world of self-gratification, self-grandizement, came in silence, and in that silence he turned the world upside down and gave us a world of serenity, of peace, of stillness. And so as we begin the new year, we might want to contemplate not the word of God First of all, in his proclamation, as important as that is. But perhaps we should begin the new year by contemplating the word of God as it appeared at first in silence. And as we shush a baby, that's a stage direction, just as we shush a baby, Perhaps we should shush our souls with all those wonderful shushing words that we know. Silence, serenity, surrender. Perhaps then, with hearts, ears, and minds open, we will attend more attentively to the creative word of God who dwells among us as Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom belong all glory, honor, and worship, together with his eternal Father, his all-holy good and life-giving spirit. Please rise.